Welcome to Talk It Through. Talk It Through, Talk It Through, Talk It Through. The podcast that brings together myself, my sister, our friend Sarah, and other special guests to talk through topics, difficult issues, and personal experiences. We make mistakes and sometimes get the wrong idea on our journey to educate ourselves, as everyone does when they talk things through. Right, well, so this week it is just myself and Nancy. We've Hello. lost, we've lost Sarah. She's gone. Hello. She's gone. <laughs> She's having some time off. Having time out, time out from us. Out. No. <laughs> um, but I do have an honourable mention. Honourable mention. I feel like I really want some tunes that I can like play. Honourable mention. <laughs> Just do your own little tune. Okay. Honourable mention. So my friend Jane that was on the pod a few weeks ago has started her own pod. Oh, yeah. Sips don't lie. Sips don't lie. So check that out. It's brilliant. It's about wine and what would you call it? Wine and issues. Wine and chat. Wine and chat. But the chat is like. A hot topic. Yeah, hot topic paired with a wine, and they've got a a resident wine expert to explain the wine and why it pairs with the hot topic. It's great. Yeah, it's really good. So, a resident um, counselor to (laughs) explain the hot topic as well, which is also great. So, that's my honorable mention. (laughs) Nice work. She's also better at editing than me and putting music. And she was like, why don't you put music into your pod? And I was like, too much time and effort. Well, you know, we'll get there. Learn some more skills. My topic this week is the colon cleanse. So I came up with this because it's been about five months since I had the baby. Uh, Not that I was, and I was thinking. It's been five months since what? Since I had the, <laughs> yeah, that sounds really bad, doesn't it? It's been five months since I went to the loo. No, no, no. It's been five months since I had the baby, and I was like, right, I'm gonna get back into doing some exercise and doing things to kind of give me a bit more energy. Not because I have none, mainly because I get no sleep. But I don't think I help myself with things like not drinking enough water not really getting out and about much. So I was like, right, I'm going to drink some more water. I'm going to do some exercise. So I'm just trying to, like, break myself back into getting a bit of my fitness that I had pre-pregnancy back. And I was sort of Googling these things and, and like, how much water I should actually be drinking when I'm breastfeeding. And up popped salt cleanse. And I was like, what an earth is a salt cleanse so I looked at it and there is hundreds and hundreds of videos of people doing this salt colon cleanse and loads of colon cleanses coming up and I was like what on earth is a colon cleanse I listened this 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 morning um really early in the morning because I couldn't sleep I listened to a podcast with Michael McIntyre and he had done a salt cleanse (laughs) He'd done one because he tried to lose weight and he went to a fat camp and it was the one t- time in his life he's tried to lose weight. And his friend went with him, but his friend was normal size and he nearly died. <laughs> and they had to leave early. 
I'm not surprised because this salt cleanse sounds horrific. So any kind of colon cleanse sounds horrific. Um, so I looked it all up. So colon cleansing dates back to like thousands of years. Like ancient Egyptians used to do it. And I feel like it's one of those practices, you know, like bloodletting where the, they put leeches on and drew out blood to kind of detoxify the blood. Yeah. I feel like con- colon cleansing is one of those things where they're like, let's detox the body and just get rid of everything. It's like you one of the... starving after you've had it as well. Like you've got no food in you. Well, well, I shall tell you all about it. So it dates back a really long time. Egyptian times. Egyptians. I mean, maybe before they were like... Probably before. Probably yeah. before. Um, so it involves basically completely emptying your digestive tract and you can do that via a salt cleanse which is drinking salt water which basically makes your body go "Ooh, we need to get rid of this empty everything out and you go to the toilet lots or you can take supplements to cleanse your colon or some people do enemas which is basically like putting a hose pipe up your bum and filling it with water and then pooing it out. What you get in hospital then when you're pregnant? No. No one <laughs> gives you an animal when you're pregnant. <laughs> what do you get? That would not happen and it would probably be dangerous. If you're severely constipated when you're pregnant, they generally will just give you some gentle no, laxatives. I thought they gave you an animal. No, they absolutely do not wash your butt out when you're giving <laughs> birth. I mean, maybe they do. I'm like, I'm not a doctor, but I have never heard of that. You have just I got uh, confused with something else. I think you've got confused with something else. What they do do is they What's give the you into the back of the back. That is not an What's that called? Uh, epidural, epidural. Yeah. <laughs> it's epidural, not an epidural. I mean, when you give birth, you do generally like your body naturally sometimes clears out the pipes before you give birth to make room for the baby uh i have heard of midwives having to make people poo because they haven't pooed and the poo's getting in the way of the baby coming out so the midwife has to give them a little massage to make them poo but no they don't get a hose pipe and shove water up there no not that i have heard of i'm not a doctor (laughs) this is like my basic gcse biology here but no um I've forgotten where I am now because you just <laughs> throw me off with the get me an enema. <laughs> I don't think anyone will be shouting that. Oh, the, the different types of ways to colonically yeah. irrigate yourself. Colonically irrig- colonic irrigation, yes, that's exactly the hot topic. So the benefits of these things, I mean, I'm not going to go into enemas and shoving hose pipes up and washing that out because i think people are kind of coming around to the idea that that is bad now after like five people have died from those coffee enemas and i think people are like mm, that's not a good idea anymore why do people <laughs> put coffee up there i think it's meant to give you like an energy boost because you call like on an- anxiety <laughs> like extreme anxiety doesn't anything like doesn't stevie nicks didn't she put drugs up of them because it went in really really quick yeah into the system 
So it would be like a coffee shot in the bum. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine with coffee as well, people get in burns because they put it in too hot and all sorts. Yeah, and people put too much. People put too much. People took too much fluid up there, and like they put too much fluid up and actually tear their colon and need surgery and all sorts. It's awful. So yeah, I think the the days of the well, I'm hoping anyway, the days of the let's put water up our bums are gone, and it's all about the cleanse the whole digestive tract by taking supplements and drinking salt water so the supposed benefits okay in inverted commas are it eases a sore throat this is for the salt water flush specifically eases a sore throat i have heard about gargling salt water and that meant to be good that I haven't heard the, that, that downing helps. salt water helps us all throughout, though. I thought gargling salt water sort of, like, prevented against mild infections of the throat. Yeah, so mm, there may be some truth to that. I don't know. We'll have to ask a doctor. Cleans wounds. What wounds are these? <laughs> what wounds are these? Have <laughs> you been stabbed in the stomach? It's like, quick, do salt water flush. You know when people are like, my heart is broken. Like, so water flushed. Spend six hours on the toilet, that'll bend your broken heart. I got dumped. I know. Poo it out. Try the salt water cleanse. You'll be you'll be mended. Reduces like inflammation of what again? <laughs> what is inflamed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't aware that inflammation came from your stomach, but or anyway, came from your digest intestines. If your intestines was inflamed as well, I feel like that you'd be in hospital. It contracts muscles in the digestive tract. Now that is definitely true because it gives people diarrhea but i feel like your digestive muscles don't really need a salt enema to help them contract that's not really a positive it's just what happens apparently it provides minerals what minerals it's just salt which we are getting on which we eat too much of any <laughs> everyone's like you eat too much salt you eat too much salt i know do a salt water flush to get minerals we need to test it on um, mum and dad. Let's ask them if they t- if no, 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 no. Like this could potentially kill them because she has high blood pressure anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so a salt water flush could actually kill my mum. <laughs> <laughs> no, just for the commentary. We should have, we should record it, shouldn't we? After this, what the commentary of them doing a salt water? Flush? <laughs> <laughs> that would be sadistic. <laughs> I can't even listen to them eating apples in the car, let alone. There's literally hundreds. Of, I like when I was researching this. There's hundreds of people doing saltwater flushes on the internet. Like hundreds of them. I mean, I wasn't going to sit through and watch them all. What, I watched what, some of them. Them doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you sit there, you watch them make the mixture. 
down the salt water because you have to drink the salt water. What? So it's sit on the loo and <laughs> sit on the loo and they'll be like, <laughs> "I'm going to the toilet now." I mean, most people kind of cut out the like explosions, <laughs> but they're like, "I'm going to the toilet again." This is the sixth time I've been to the toilet. I need to lie down now. Yeah, they just like film themselves doing it, and then they weigh themselves before and after. Um, right, that is a form of bulimia. Yeah, so the main thing that it's meant to do, I think it is genuinely a form of bulimia because the people that do it as well on the videos, they're like, I'm feeling really bloated today. I had a pizza yesterday, so I'm just going to cleanse the system. So I'm like, so it is literally like you've had a pizza and you want you don't want to absorb the nutrients from it. So you're just going to flush yourself out which is the exact same as a bulimic would do if they ate it and then they just throw it out afterwards. So instead of throwing up, they're just pooing it out faster. But you, even if you, if you use laxatives, that's still just, that's bulimia as well. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is like bulimia, but without the laxatives, cheapo version. But the main thing that it's meant to do is force out toxins and cleanse the colon. That's I don't know what toxins these are. It's that sort of religious wording, isn't it? Cleanse. Cleanse the soul, cleanse the colon. But also, I'm like, force out toxins, cleanse the colon. We're not like a washing machine, you know, on Calgon and those dirty pipes. And it's the washing machine. It's like, put the Calgon in. I feel like that's what people are envisaging. Like, the colon replaces cells every like 72 hours or whatever it's one of the fastest regenerating surfaces in our body there isn't poo isn't stuck to your colon it doesn't just get (laughs) stuck there and it's like help me i'm a poo i've been here for five years because you haven't cleansed your colon i can imagine though say if you've got something up with you like i loads of people have ibs don't they yeah this is this is what they recommend people to do when you've got IBS. Like, if you've got IBS, cramping, do a salt water flush. You like IBS is it allergies and things that you need yeah. to avoid and stress and stuff. So obviously that's not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely going to make you go to the toilet and you're going to you poo a lot as well. That would make me really stressed. I don't personally understand it, but it's not a relaxing experience. If you watch the videos, it is not a, like they drink the water. They're downing the salty water. Most of them are gagging, some vomit. It tastes disgusting. And they've got to drink it within five minutes on an empty stomach. So you do it in the morning, you down this liquid, most of them are gagging. Then after they've drunk it, they look and feel horrific. They're all there like, I've got to lie down now. Then they're running to the bathroom for several hours, going to the toilet like loads, because obviously your body's like, you've so just poisoned that, me, get it hours. out, get it out, get it out. So it takes out hours out of your day. You yeah, it takes out hours. You can't, you can't go to work after doing a saltwater flush. And then they're there and they're all tired, lethargic. But I've lost six pounds. I'm like, well, yeah, because that's probably the amount of poo that you had inside. It's not six pounds of fat. You haven't <laughs> lost anything good there. You've just lost your poo. That's it. And as soon as you eat, that's all going to accumulate back. It's not permanent weight loss. I don't know how you can put these claims on. It says clears fluid retention. If you're giving yourself a salt water flush, 
you're dehydrating your body because your body, one, you're taking on salt water. That's dehydrating. Two, your body is getting rid of the salt water. So it's taking as much fluid as possible to push out this salt water as fast as possible, mm. causing your body to dehydrate further. And when your body's dehydrated, the one thing it does is retain water. It's like, I need to retain this water. So if you're saying it's going to get rid of fluid retention, it's going to make the fluid retention worse. The next one, the next claim, balances hormones. I'm really? sorry. Don't they say that for everything. But Yoni eggs. Whatever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know. I'm aware it's that I'm not like, and it balances your hormones. Again, <laughs> not a medical student, but wasn't aware that the colon produced any kind of hormone. <laughs> wasn't aware that that was a hormone-producing organ at all. What are you hormone-producing organs? Are they pituitary glands? Pituitary glands, your brain, ovaries sexual organs colon wasn't aware that wasn't in gcse (laughs) biology balances electrolytes and mineral levels uh no 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 no. if you get diarrhea which you're giving yourself by drinking salt wool flesh you cause an electrolyte imbalance that's why when people have diarrhea they have to drink you know that gross drink that mum used to give us and then she used to mix it with Ribena <laughs> so we drink it I remember remember that time when I swam in the river and I got so ill <laughs> <laughs> I had to drink I've never been able to drink Terry Robbins <laughs> I was so poorly I was what, about seven or something <laughs> yeah that was awful <laughs> I missed a week of giving yourself diarrhea by drinking salt water does not balance your electrolyte it will definitely cause an electrolyte imbalance definitely that's what diarrhea does why how can they write that be like it balances these levels it definitely doesn't it doesn't do that and then it says balances ph levels what but isn't your pH like inside your body? It's not pH seven anyway. So it? no, your body. So the acidity in your body comes from carbon dioxide produced when your cells burn oxygen and respire to produce energy. It produces carbon dioxide off as like a waste product, which is then transported to the lungs, and we breathe it. That's why we breathe out CO2 in higher concentrations, not just because we absorb oxygen, because we're getting rid of the waste gas. That's how our pH balance is is kind of maintained through the respiratory system. I wasn't aware that we pooed out carbon dioxide. Maybe that's the fart. What do you think about the alkaline diet then? I bet you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just it's it's controlled by your lungs it's not controlled by your digestive tract so you know when people are like oh i need to have this for my alkaline diet no, i've never I, maybe i'll do the alkaline diet next time the alkaline naming, diet naming no names <laughs> There's someone in our family. I'm I'm (laughs) not going to comment on alkaline diets. It's not mum and dad. 
Um, so apparently the people who benefit from a colon cleanse are people who want to do a cleanse on a budget. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> the salt water oh is God. cheap. It's doing cheap to buy salt. Only 6p. Go here, go shit yourself. Have a great day. I mean, if you want my to... My wedding day is coming up soon and I need to lose seven pounds. Don't worry, I know what to do. <laughs> If you wanted to get rid of, if you wanted to give yourself diarrhea, like I just go on a big night out and then the next day you kind of, you've got the alcohol poos anyway. That's exactly the same thing and you'd have a better night. You'd be really hungover though. Yeah, true. I mean, it's people after the salt water thing, they don't look, they don't look great now. <laughs> I mean, it's meant to give you energy. None of these people look like, look like spring chickens. They look like they've just had a really bad day. They look so tired. And they're like, it gives me so much energy. I was like, I've seen no evidence of this energy. You're all, all you do is lie around on the couch looking like shit and run to the bathroom. You you don't look energetic to me. Oh, dear. I think that's a bit of a placebo where they're kidding themselves where they're like, I've got so much energy afterwards when I actually eat again. People who have one bowel movement or less a day. I was like, normal. One bowel movement is definitely normal, and people who poo less than that can it can also be normal if that's yeah, consistent. If you think that you're constipated, you should go to the doctor, not do a salt water cleanse. Like ridiculous. What are you saying? What do they advise? Like five to seven times a day or something <laughs> really weird? Have a salt water cleanse every. If day. you've got a history of constipation, if you've got a history of constipation, go to your doctor and find out why it keeps happening. Get it sorted, and you probably just need to eat more fiber and drink more water, not salt water. <laughs> You're probably dehydrated, that's like the main cause, isn't it? Dehydration more than anything. And doing a salt water cleanse is not going to help with that. Also, it says if you bloat after eating, like most bloat. people bloat, bloat. Oh, we're at... <laughs> blow what. <laughs> Most people blow after eating, though. They're just trying to get more punters, aren't they? For the oh, I bloat after eating. Show me the person that doesn't blow after they eat a pizza. Foods that are difficult to digest. Your digestive tract takes longer to break them down, so you do bloat. You got lots of microorganisms that grow, like live in your gut, that help break down the food and help you absorb minerals. You need more of them. Flushing them out isn't going to help you digest food. <laughs> No one really knows what salt water will do to all those things, but I don't think that all of them will be able to live in salt water because I don't think your digestive tract is inherently salty water. So I imagine it's going to kill some of them. Anyone said it worked. He did lose weight for this present. For about two hours, yeah. Of course you're going to lose weight if you do a salt water flush because you are going to clear out your digestive tract. But you're not losing fat, you're losing water, water well. and poo. Water and poo. Like you need the food in your digestive tract in order to for your body to get energy and nutrients. And you need the water in your body to help you function. If you're flushing those out, you're getting rid of stuff you need. No one has ever proved that you're getting rid of any toxins by doing a flush or by giving yourself laxatives no one has ever if if they laid claim to what toxins you're getting rid of 
they could test and say, okay, you've definitely got rid of this or no, nothing has come out. But no one can say what toxins you need to get rid of. And no one has ever proved that you're actually getting rid of any toxins. You're just getting rid of poo and water. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you will. People do lose weight and they do lose these like six pounds. Whoop de doo. It's just poo and water, and you will put that back on very quickly. <laughs> like it's temporary. You will refill with poo and water very, yeah. very I mean, soon. If you were doing it for like a date in the evening and you put on your dress <laughs> and you fit because you've lost six pounds, when you went out and ate a meal at that date, you would rapidly not fit that dress anymore because you'd suddenly start like filling up and bloating out very quickly so i don't it's not like it's, it's what if the episode thought that not finished the work as well and you were just like just a minute <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst then they might leave then and there the risks there are risks doing a salt water flush ah and list them up vomiting and nausea okay that's... which is not very good. frequent from the videos is people drinking it and throwing it. I've seen that. Nausea, I feel like, is a risk for everything in life. There's a risk of having sodium overload, so way too much salt yeah, yeah, in I your body. Yeah, that. yeah, That's not a risk of everything. In and life. that can cause high blood pressure, which is why mum can't do it. It could give you cramping and bloating, two of the things that it's meant to get rid of. So you may lose the weight, but you probably wouldn't get rid of the cramping and bloating. Uh, you could get dehydrated. Dehydration. That's dehydration is a given, isn't it? Yeah, it's a given if you're giving yourself diarrhea. And you could cause an electrolyte imbalance. One of the things, again, that it claims to solve. And one, an electrolyte imbalance could give you muscle weakness, muscle avulsions, confusion, irregular heartbeat. It could give mm-hmm. you seizures. All sorts of nasty things. They aren't sure how it affects the microbiome at this point. So, because there's not been much research either way, they can't tell you how it affects the gut bacteria at this stage. But from initial tests, it seems to kill some quite important gut bacteria. So, will probably cause an imbalance. Similar to the colonic irrigation negative. Yeah, similar to the colonic immigration but negative. It's just a new a newer thing. Newer thing. But I think you really hit the nail on the head by saying it is literally a form of bulimia. All these people are like, that are online that are doing it and they're like, It gives me so much energy and when I've watched the video of you having your salt water flush, you you're not energetic. You don't look glowing. You don't look energetic afterwards. You look yeah, like look you've just had diarrhea. <laughs> That's what you look like. (laughs) You look like you just had diarrhea. It does not look healthy. You look about four hundred years old, drained and tired. But why is everyone doing these cleanses? Like I don't get it. Everyone isn't doing these cleanses. (laughs) I mean, Michael McIntyre's done one. He wanted to do one for his show because he says that he feels pressure to lose weight every time he has a show. But then he doesn't Aww. feel pressure after that. But then, yeah, so he tried to. It was on the Table Manners podcast from Jesse Ware. It was really good episode, actually. It was really funny. I listened to that. I don't think it's just bulimia. I think it will attract bulimics. And it will also attract people with IBS that have stomach, you know, stomach problems. And they'll be like, oh, I don't know what to do. 
And you know, when you're in that space where you don't know why you've got a problem, but you just want to fix it, you'll try anything. Mm. I think if something sounds too good to be true, though, it probably is. And I think saltwater cleanse is one of those things that promises the world actually just delivers diarrhea. Well, it's obviously a kind of pseudo science, isn't it? I do think it is a bit like a yoni egg. (laughs) (laughs) You and those flipping yoni eggs. (laughs) Oh, you know what one person did say? They said, "Oh, I've I've heard that you know pro fighters, so boxing fighters, do these salt water cleanses before a fight. They do that to get down to the slightly lower weight category. They dehydrate their body. It's not a good thing." And it's an extreme thing that they do for that sport. And it's not, they don't, it's not a health thing. It doesn't improve their performance. I think there's quite a lot of bulimia in sports. There isn't like, I was watching the Freddie Flintoff bulimia thing and he has bulimia um, or had it and like managing the side effects now still. And they were speaking to an ex-professional boxer. He, the ex-professional boxer was talking about his bulimia and I think it's quite prevalent. It's just unrecorded mm. amongst male, well, all athletes, really. But I don't think these pro athletes and models that do the saltwater cans before a show, they're not doing it for health. They're literally doing it to get their weight down for a specific event. Sometimes they know it's really bad for them, but they're just literally doing it for that. I can see why people will be drawn to it if they people go for anything don't they if they think they're gonna if it's a magic fix for a pain or wanting Mm. to get thin or whatever i can see it so a few tips if you do want a healthy colon is to eat a balanced high fiber diet and drink plenty of water (laughs) surprise and if you have any problems go to your doctor don't do a salt water flush (laughs) <laughs> go to your doctor what a surprise I know loads of people who've got IBS and they've been to their doctor not one of them has been told to do a salt water why don't you uh, get a rod stick it under your bum and squirt hot coffee like that sounds great but I know what I'll do oh god oh, oh, oh. right moving on swiftly what's your topic of the week Nance? My topic is the article with Celeste Barber. So, a Victoria's Secrets model, Candice. Right, everyone. I was going to say Swanny Pole. I think it might be <laughs> Swain Pole. <laughs> I like Swanny Pole, but. Candice Swanny Pole. <laughs> so, the image is Candice Swanny Pole just in a shirt side boob holding a boob and you can see the side of her body and then Celeste is doing a parody of it at the side and so and Candice Swanipole's image did not get um shadow banned and but uh, Celeste's did so it's showing the so Instagram has algorithms which favor thin white heterosexual people cisgendered it says in here and um censors everyone else um which because it's 
100% it's true. Yeah, it's, it's not. Great. They denied it for ages. They've denied that they shadow ban people, haven't they? Instagram. They've denied it, and but it's not the first time that this has happened. But it's, I think it's one of the first examples of literally a side by side photo where they're doing <laughs> it's exactly. Identical. It's like it's identical, except for Celeste is like. I want to say an average woman, but a, a portrayal of someone who's not a model and a model and the model's image being allowed and Celeste's image where she's not a model. She's more like a body, more like mine, being banned. Celeste actually looks nicer in the picture than the model, though. The I think the model's body's been photoshopped quite a bit, though, in like filtered or photoshopped because it. I think sometimes models like they put themselves in poses and stuff where they. It's an unattainable image of a body. Yeah, there's there's something really weird going on with the. I think it has just been like filtered and touched up a bit because it doesn't seem like a body that people can naturally obtain it's not the first time that instagram has filtered though there was that fitness um blogger mallory king and she posted a photo of her cellulite so she was wearing pants and a bra and she just took a photo of her you know like her bum behind uh-huh. With the cellulite on a bum, but she's wearing pants, like big pants, uh-huh. and that got censored. And then there was that whole free the nip movement where Instagram censored women's nipples, but not men's. Oh, yeah. Free the nip. Isn't it still on that? They still do that, don't they? Yeah. We're still, still trying to free the nip. But it's particularly, <laughs> I speak about. Uh, Celeste one on here but it's particularly black fat women mm. who they censor and shadow ban and trans black trans men well black trans women and men I think it's difficult because Instagram always jumps up and they're like well we're constantly working on the algorithm and do da da and they're always <laughs> They're quick to apologise, which people are like, well, they're apologised, they're working on it. But then they're clearly not working on it because it still happens all the time. In this article, it said that they've got 14,000 people reviewing posts. What what are they doing? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know how the system works. I would imagine that you have the algorithm. It popped up images that might be offensive, and then someone in the office goes, yes, no, whatever. Yeah, it's ones that come up flagged. It's got the algorithm, which is racist, sexist, and homophobic. (laughs) It's also got, if people report an image, then that flags us as well. What do you call them? Karen's. Got loads of Karen's. Oh, I don't want to see your body. What's the male equivalent of a Karen? What do people? A Kyle. Is that what they say? A Kyle. I don't know. I don't think they say a Kyle, but I'm just, I'm just throwing, I'm throwing names out there. Kyle, Jeremy, David, a Paul, Gary. They've got loads of Garys that are like, I don't like that woman's body. (laughs) Get that off my page. (laughs) Who knows? I'd quite like to see. 
who it is that's doing it. When people say that they're being fat shamed and stuff, it's often women as well, isn't it? Women and men that's fat shame women. Mm. The mix, it's not just one. So I shouldn't be like, oh, it's just men. <laughs> I think it's difficult because I think lots of people do get fat shamed, but I just say the majority were women. Definitely. I don't, I don't know any really fat man they obviously need filters on instagram because you can't just have everyone posting everything however they've programmed it it's clearly wrong and they need to go back is it just too expensive to change the algorithm is that why they're kind of defending it to change a racist homophobic sexist algorithm <laughs> that shouldn't even be this is just get rid of the algorithm <laughs> and just have the 40, people yeah they've got fourteen thousand people reviewing it do they need this for the algorithm, which is causing them lots of issues, clearly. If they just got rid of the algorithm, though, would it be like the Wild West of people posting whatever? I don't know. Don't, I don't know enough about this algorithm. Would it take too long <laughs> for really damaging images to be taken down if they got rid of the algorithm, the sexist, homophobic, racist algorithm, transphobic? I, I don't know how the algorithm works, so... I'd have to have a lot more of an understanding, and it sounds pretty complex. And it's best. It sounds like a lot of the algorithms, say for Facebook and for Instagram, are created by racist, homophobic, sexist humans anyway. Does it work on like the amount of skin shown? So, with the models, they're so thin that it's like the proportion of skin shown lower. (laughs) (laughs) Full of lips. It's a vagina. <laughs> yeah, is it, is it literally like the amount of skin, the amount of those sorts of things? Is that why it's kind of coming up as sexist, homophobic, racist? Because I don't think I, I like I. I mean, it it's is, hard to say. It's, they probably it is black people, though, so it must be colour of skin as well. But maybe it's because with darker skin, it it contrasts more, so. It's pulling up the images more. I mean, I'm trying to like, I'm just, I don't know what, I'm playing devil advocate here. Devil advocate. But I just don't believe that they would have got loads of IT programmers that were sexist, homophobic, racist, and everything no, else. I think it's the way the. It's how, it, people be, how people view stuff, isn't it, though, a lot of the time as well? Like how people look at, interact with the data. Yeah. So it's, I'm not saying it's the IT computer programmers in Silicon Valley, although I presume some of them are, but I don't know, I presume most of them, I don't know what most of them are. We I don't know them, we don't, don't know, know them, so we don't know what they're like, we don't know if they're woke or not. But <laughs> I don't even care either, to be honest, but in, reference to, this, in reference to this, I don't think that, I think it's um, the users rather than that create the algorithm is that right no and how they interact with the data i honestly nance i've not got a clue i've not seen any coding for the algorithm (laughs) (laughs) i'll just come back with my analysis i'll come back with my analysis of the code but there's clearly a problem they clearly need to go back to the drawing board and start out they clearly haven't done that because this has been going on for years and they need to address things like free the net it's, and be like... Going, it's going on, it's been going on for years. They've denied shadow banning even exists. 
um, this year even still. But, oh no, we don't shadow ban. It's not a real thing. It's a real thing. A picture where it shows more skin, or like a picture that's you know you're not wearing a bra and pants. Maybe like people need to before you post it, you have like a thing on the front that says this picture shows a lady or a man in underwear. Oh, like the thing that it says something sensitive content, content or whatever. Yeah. Or this picture shows you oh, know, giving birth. This picture shows, and it automatically has them up if they're of more of a sensitive nature. So then you don't have. So then, if someone's going to click on it, then and they get offended, they've already been pre-warned, so they can't flag it because they've already been pre-warned that it shows nudity or it shows these Mm. things. Why can't they have those? And then if those filters aren't on it already, that's what the algorithm's picking up. Yeah, yeah, maybe that. They need they need to think of something though. We can't solve the issue for them. They're the ones that you know are absolutely raking it in on lockdown. I'm not sitting in the kitchen on two pence an hour solving their algorithm for them. <laughs> <laughs> on this free podcast that I get no money from, and I've solved the Instagram algorithm issue. That was my topic anyway. Mm, good topic this week. Um. Yeah, so we had a bit of a, a break, really, from podding. Podding? Did it all get too much? What did podding? we run out of, yeah, did we get run out of things to say? On the pod? On the pod. Um, I'm, I'm, we got really busy, didn't we? Yeah, really we got boring, busy. Really boring things. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing interesting. Um, I've got some good topics coming up though I want to get some uh, interesting guests on I thought about getting uh, my friend an animal psychologist on and talk about pets for Christmas I think that would be quite good yeah that'd be great pets for Christmas oh I asked Tamsin about gifts so I I was obviously having a crisis I've cut myself in an 80s fringe (laughs) <laughs> I wanted to get some pets, and I was like, oh, I'll get house rabbits. But <laughs> he was asking Tabby about whether I can get them or not, even though you're not even allowed pets in my building. <laughs> she was like, obviously you have to exercise them every day. I was like, oh, I don't even have a garden. <laughs> <laughs> How do you exercise the rabbits? Do you have a little rabbit lead? You just let them out in the garden, don't you, which I don't have, so I can't exercise these rabbits. Aww. Also, there's a, a a hawk that hangs out in. Oh God, no! Yeah, like one one day in lockdown, when it was deep in lockdown, like we weren't only allowed out an hour a day, I heard this massive kerfuffle up in the air, and I and then a whack down on my uh, balcony, and then there was a beheaded pigeon. It was horrible. Oh, great. Oh, I've got a funny story for you, actually. Today, yeah. um, I was going to mention it in my cleansing topic, but I forgot. So today, I was like, right, I've made my boyfriend 
start running with me again. Oh God, I thought you were going to say something horrible, and I was like, I don't need to know music. No, 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 no. I've made him start <laughs> running with me again, so I was like, right, we're going to go out for a run. You're going to push the pram, and I'm going to do a run a little circuit, and then I'll push the pram, and you run a circuit. So That's a good idea. Yeah, so he, I, we set off. I was power walking away with the pusher, and he ran his circuit. And he's obviously a lot fitter than me, so it took him about two seconds. And I was like, right, I'm going to run my circuit now. Halfway around my circuit, my bra broke. <laughs> And I was like, ah! <laughs> but it was a really bad time as well because it was a. I was just running past because obviously I like not run for over a year being pregnant and then having a newborn. So I'm really slow, really like <gasps> like like a grandma running. And then I was running past a football training ground, <laughs> not professional footballers, thank God. But I was running past and then. <laughs> that moment the like you know the clip bit where you, um, this is what you shouldn't buy breastfeeding sports bras that have clips because they break <laughs> really bad points like really slowly jogging past football training and the clip broke and my boobs were set free <laughs> right yeah, by just the one <laughs> <laughs> one beam that so was threatening to knock me out it was just like boom 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 <laughs> swinging round and then all the footballers were like oh she's given up <laughs> I was like no my bra is actually physically broken now it was so embarrassing <laughs> and then I got back to Darren and he was like did you not even win one circuit I was like we're going home now <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so moral to the story is never buy a breastfeeding sports bra because the clips are liable to break well do you not do you, so for context me and Brian have really big boobs basically but not in a good way <laughs> not in a way that sounds good Imagine in a bad way, and that's us. Um, <laughs> you know, do they hang low? Do they wobble to a drill? Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in a bow? Grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. They so like. Do you not do what I do and wear? I've got a uni used to wear two sports bras, and now I wear three. Well, the problem is. I've outgrown all my sports bras because I'm breastfeeding so my boobs are considerably bigger than pre-pregnancy and then if you bought a a thing it would only be for a few months yeah so I've got so me being real real cheapskate I bought a breastfeeding bra that was also a sports bra and I was like yeah I can do exercise I'm just wearing it as a normal bra and I've been wearing it as a normal bra and it's been fine. And then I tried to exercise and it broke. So I can't do that. One. You can't just wear one though. Even I'm not breastfeeding and I wear three bras. So run. I've got to now buy some sort of high impact sports bra. But I've got to buy several of them and they're only going to last until I stop breastfeeding and then my boobs are going to shrink back down and then they will be useless because sports bras have to be tight and if you lose loads of weight off your boobs they're no longer tight why don't you buy sports I get those sports tops that are really tight and then they change with your boob size you know not 
like a bra where it's not a proper bra, it's one where people with small boobs wear them as bras, but if you put them over the top, <laughs> that holds them in a bit. Does that count as one layer and then you have yeah, the sports bra yeah. that's two layers? Yeah, so I have two sports bras, two actual sports bras, <laughs> and then I put a sports bra for small boob people on over well, boobs. I was genuinely considering buying a sports bra and then like taping them down and putting a bit of tape round. <laughs> I was thinking about getting a bandage thing and bandaging them up. I've seen a band that's meant to stop your boobs moving, so it's a tight band that goes round. I was like, that looks painful. Like it pushes your boobs down and makes <laughs> like doesn't look like doesn't look like it'd be healthy for your boobs, but. Probably stop some jigabing about, but it doesn't look like how, it'd be healthy. How good is it if they jig about loads, though? Because I've, honestly, I've been running quite a bit now. I've been enjoying it, but my boobs haven't. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not good for your boobs. The movement isn't good for your boobs. I mean, like, every day, yes, you want a bit of movement with your boobs because that's healthy for them, but not extreme amounts of pounding and moving that's bad for them because you're stretching out the ligaments and the skin and everything that holds them in place i looked down once and it was after about eight weeks of running and then i was like oh my god i need to triple up on the bras (laughs) so it's gone from two bras to three sports bras yeah so I need to invest in them. So I keep y'all, y'all posted on my breastfeeding sports bra journey. I've got a bra story for you as well. Go on so, um, which I've already told you, but I've told people of the pod. The pod. Rachel and Nadman. <laughs> Rachel and one mystery listener. <laughs> um. I've been on the search for a comfy bras and I've seen a really good breastfeeding one. It's Mulkay or something. I've heard of it. Is it? Does it give you uni boob? Because if if it looks like I've got one giant boob going round, I'm not interested. No, it crosses over and it gives you two separate boobs. I'll have a look. It probably is one that I won't like. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it looks Because I've like seen them all really, and I don't really... like a lot. It looks like it's really difficult to get on. That's what I would imagine. Oh, no, if it goes over your head, no, that they're not good. Yeah, no. no, no, they are not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> no, just no, no. I can I tell you right now. I was thinking about getting one just for me. Because like, oh, my back size is quite small, so in order to get that tight enough to hold support it's got to be really tight and then if it goes over your head and it's really tight and it's small enough to fit my back that is not going over my boobs without some serious pain yeah no i hear you no that's and the sleeping bras because i have some sleeping ones and they're like that 
That's okay, but they're looser because I'm just sleeping in it and like lying down. I'm not vertical. If I stand up in them, my boobs actually start falling out the crease because they're not tight. What about a a Victorian corset? Because then you could just casually lift a boob up out of the corset, feed feed your son, pop it, push it back down into the corset. (laughs) Um, the, I think the risk of that is the boobs might just pop out on their own though. People the are actually people actually wear free the nip <laughs> waist trainers now, don't they? Yeah, they wear waist trainers for exercise and stuff as well. I'm not bothering with any of that. The, why are they back in? Like, I feel like they did because really people want job. small waists. I feel like they did a really good job getting rid of them. Why are they back? <laughs> Like, no. Torture yourself. Torture yourself. We just want to be. I mean, if you're that desperate for a tiny waist, like, just go down the route of having a rib removed because that's the quickest way. (laughs) The Epsom salt salt cleanse. (laughs) Salt cleanse and chop a rib off. (laughs) Is that the quickest way to chop a rib off? Yeah, yeah, that's the quickest way to get it done. That's what the corsets are doing, though. They're constricting your ribs and pushing your ribs in to give you the 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 smaller waist. That's all that's happening. So if you want that small waist, the fastest way to do it is just get rid of some of your floating ribs at the bottom. I mean, you're putting your organs at risk, but you're putting your organs at risk at wearing a corset anyway. So, do you think that any celebs have got a rib removed? Um. Yes. I mean, I can't say that for certain. I can't look at their medical records and go, this celeb. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say that some which, celebs would definitely which, have. I think, like, the, see, the crazy world of celebrities, though, is they all get lots of plastic surgery. It's very common for them to yeah. have plastic surgery. I mean, it's common for them to have surrogates and hide it and pretend to be pregnant. Who do you think would have that done? I mean, there's lots of speculation that Beyonce's done that. Is that lots racist? Of, lots of speculation that Beyonce's done that. Lots of speculation, not just Beyonce, lots of speculation that celebrities have had surrogates. But surrogates have come out and said, I've carried babies for celebrities that have pretended to be pregnant. I mean, they haven't named names because they're not allowed because of <laughs> disclosures, non-disclosures. But lots of surrogates have come out and said, I've carried babies for celebrities who've pretended to be pregnant. And some celebrities have said, oh, we've done this via surrogate. So probably they have had ribs removed. Yeah, so if they've, you know, if they're willing to fake pregnancies and, and even celebrities that have babies, lots of plastic surgeons then say that some of them come in they have the C-section and then they have what's known as like a mum tuck straight afterwards. So they have the C-section and then the surgeon performs plastic surgery after the C-section. Oh, my God. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, exactly. That's so weird. That's, that's, that's something you can buy very easily. That's so weird. I suppose it's their world, though. That is, that's our world. That is completely normal for them. And it's just, they just don't talk about it because there's so much body shaming. Can you imagine if they came out and they were like, yeah, yeah, I've just had lipo and I had this mum tuck after the baby? They'd be so shamed. 
for being like, oh, you know, you're not being normal and you're not giving a normal image to women. It's like, well, they don't have normal jobs where they're allowed to have normal bodies, do they? They have to have these weird, perfect bodies. So obviously they are going to do these weird things. That seems so utterly bizarre for us that why would you want to do that? Right. If you're going to do that, just don't have a baby. Well, just have a surrogate. Uh, It's time. So it's time to finish talking it through. Hopefully this isn't too boring for people without Sarah. It probably is, right? It's just me and you. (laughs) Listen to two sisters chatting shit. (laughs) Like always. (laughs) (laughs) The worst two people do the part. Sounds like a cat in the background. Like, I'm gonna try and edit that out. No, no, keep it. Keep the cat like noises in. All right, I better go. And bye, uh, bye, love you lots. Bye, love you too. Bye.